I launched Coffee and Contracts when I was doing all of that stuff. And then within three months, I was able to quit all of the other jobs because coffee, I was waiting until I had enough members that I felt comfortable that I was making like what I was making at my my other jobs. So then I was able to quit them and just focus on that. Welcome to The Breakthrough with Stephen Houston, the show that takes you behind the scenes with successful entrepreneurs, real estate investors, and other movers and shakers in the business world. In each episode, we'll sit down with our guests to explore their personal and professional journeys, including the challenges they faced, the breakthrough moments that propelled them to success, and the strategies and the tactics they use to get there. Get inspired by new ideas and strategies and get to know our guests on a deeper level. Join us for candid conversations, powerful insights, and plenty of breakthrough moments. Please help us grow by subscribing and sharing the podcast and welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode with your host, Stephen. Today, we dive into conversation with Haley Ingram, the creative mind behind Coffee and Contracts. Haley discusses her exciting journey in content creation and how she helps real estate agents improve their digital presence. With interesting tidbits about her approaches to video content creation, leveraging tools like Canva and ChatGPT. Beyond that, Haley opens up about the importance of adding personal touches to marketing, reflecting on how her own journey has shaped her perspective. This episode promises to be a treasure trove of practical advice, perfect for those looking to uplift their content strategy. So brace yourself for an exciting conversation that bridges the gap between business strategies and creative execution. Let's get started. We are live. Woo. <laughs> yeah. How many podcasts have you done uh, over the years? Um, not too, too many. I would say maybe, I would say less than 10. Less than 10? Yeah. How do you feel before you get on? Do you, do you try to think about it, like how things are going to go during that session? Um, like, do you think like, first, oh, what, what they're going to ask me? Like, what, yeah. what, what kind of questions? Yeah. I, it helps when people send questions beforehand, but I feel like it like it always just kind of flows into just a regular conversation. Um, yes. I used the first couple times that I did a podcast, I was extremely nervous before like just profusely sweating and yeah. <laughs> just yeah. very, very nervous. I feel like I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it, though. Um, as, yeah. as those things, as they do, you know, <laughs> I think it's, it just starts off. You have to just keep doing more and more and mm -hmm. I think you just get better. And I think that's pretty much with everything. It seems like yeah, exactly. it's almost like shooting video. Yeah. They the suck scene. in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. God. Mm -hmm. It's such a hard breakthrough to kind of go through. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you go a year into it and you look back and went, oh my gosh. That video mm -hmm. was terrible. Gosh, but I, I've gotten so much better, you know, yeah. whether it's slow or fast or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, yeah, for you, you know, I've been following you for, I don't know, maybe three to six months. I, I noticed that I started seeing a couple posts and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is some good value. And then it just kept progressively getting better and better. Oh, nice. <laughs> And then to the <laughs> point where I was, I told my assistant, I'm like, Let's get Haley on the podcast because <laughs> I have so many agents now that follow me. I think mm -hmm. this would be a, a good episode to have because most of the episodes so far, it's all real estate related, but it's 
you know, real estate investors, mm -hmm. some agents. Um, so it's been all across the board, but I feel like you're at a whole different kind of scenario that a lot of agents are definitely needing, mm -hmm. uh, especially this day and age when, you know, everybody's saying you got to make video, you, you got to, you know, build the brand. You, you got to do all these different things. And a lot of people are just busy and they just don't know where to start. And they're used mm -hmm. to how things were five, 10 years ago. And yeah. things have definitely, definitely changed. But I would love to know a little bit about your backstory. I know that you were an agent at one point. You worked with another agent and was helping with marketing. And it kind of took off. And then can you just give me a, a good little breakdown story of just your really be the beginnings and how it ended up to where you are now? Yeah. So I was an agent um, and that was probably, well, I got my real estate license in like 2016, 2017, maybe. I was still in college um, at UCF in Orlando. I graduated from college and moved to St. Pete, Florida. And when I got my real estate license in college, I was working at a small brokerage where they just kind of like gave you the leads <laughs> or at least right when I got my license, I started as a marketing intern there. So that's how I got introduced to it. Right. When I got my license, I kind of just like walk, gave me leads. And I was like, this is awesome. I real estate is so easy. And, <laughs> so, easy. <laughs> and um, so then I moved to St. Pete and I quickly realized I signed up with a brokerage that uh, you had to pay a monthly fee to be a part of. And oh, wow. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Who was Remax. That? Okay. <laughs> and um, I just knew someone that was at Remax. And so that's why I joined it. And um, I sold nothing for the, like pretty much the entire time I was there. And but when I was there, I got introduced to um, Canva a little bit more, um, which is now where I create like all of our marketing templates. But basically, I was struggling as a real estate agent, but I created an Instagram account to grow my business just because they were, my brokerage was telling me to door knock and cold call and all that stuff. And I just didn't understand how I was going to do that. Um, so I was like, I, I'm just going to create an Instagram account for this and like, you know, tell my friends about it and share what I'm doing and uh, use that to promote my business and see what happens. Um, and I feel like that was kind of before it was really like well-known to use Instagram in that way or like, I mean, it was, what year was that? It wasn't, um, 2018, 2019, I feel like okay. well, 20, 2017, 2018. Um, so it wasn't like, things were just a little different then. Um, but I ended up getting, actually getting leads from Instagram and seeing results from that way more. I also paid for like Zillow leads and I didn't close a single one of those. <laughs> um, it was just felt like a lot more like natural, organic way. The people that I met through Instagram were actually like people I could be friends with. Um, right. But with all of that, I was still not like selling enough houses to that. I was like killing it as an agent. Things were starting to grow. Like my Instagram was really starting to get results. But at that time, I was just also realizing I don't even really like real estate that much. Um, I hate phone calls and confrontation and it seems like a really big part of real estate. Um, so, but I just love, I could spend hours making, uh, you know, 
making stuff in Canva and focusing on marketing. That's like all I really cared about. And I would spend way more of my time doing that than I would doing anything I was supposed to be doing as a real estate agent. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> I could, so, <laughs> I could definitely uh, agree on that now. Yeah. Maybe a lot of people do that, but <laughs> uh, it's way more fun than the other stuff that you have to do. Um, but basically other agents, actually a couple of agents in St. Pete reached out and they wanted me to manage their social media. So I started doing that basically became like a social media manager. Um, and then I met a girl who created a membership website for her personal training business. And I kind of saw how I could do that with my social media clients, how I could make a membership website, give them the content, give them the plan, kind of like a social media, like social media fitness training or, you know, personal training. Here's your plan. Um, so I made a membership website just on my own on WordPress, kind of figured it out and, um, launched that. And, um, within a few months, it was like my full-time job. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how it started. Yeah, that's great. And you know, that's funny that you bring up probably because you're such a creator that it, you gravitated more towards that. And the other parts were just in real estate. You're like, I, I just don't gravitate. Yeah, I was this. not, I was also a lot younger for like, or I mean, I had never bought a house at that point and I was, you know, just out of college. So I felt very, I had, I lacked a lot of confidence that I, I feel like I would be a better real estate agent late, like now, or even like later on after I sell my house and buy another one or something. But I just had no confidence. Cause I was like, I, I, I had like a mentor who was an agent. I was like, I mean, I would just use him. <laughs> He seems to know a lot more than I do. <laughs> uh, were you, what was your background before even the real estate? Like, did you have a creative background? I mean, what, what you're in marketing, but you're also creative in a lot of mm -hmm. ways. And that's a huge part of it. They, they go hand in hand, but yeah. what were you doing prior to that? Um, like, did I've you have a lot of creative been... backgrounds and things you were doing? Yeah. So I, um, I've always like known that I was good at marketing and, and I mean, I didn't have like any corporate background really, or like a career before any of this. Um, but in my jobs, like I would do, I worked at a gym and helped with their marketing and stuff like that. I've always been really into drawing um, and just like art in general. And um, I wanted to major in graphic design, but the mm -hmm. school I got into didn't really offer anything for that. Um, and I was just, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do at all. I thought at one point that I wanted to be a teacher just cause I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I, it looks like a fun job. Um, so <laughs> I just went to school like undecided as a major for a really long time, but then decided to major in communications because I felt like it was kind of broad enough. But within that, I took a lot of um, courses and like public relations and advertising and marketing and stuff like that. Um, so I learned a little bit in school, but a lot of it was just practicing um, through first I got a marketing internship at that real estate, you know, at the brokerage in college. So that was a good introduction. And then um, did you just, work with an agent that was your you basically started taking over his marketing and he was getting leads and it really blew up? Is, am, um, I hear so that first, first, it was I was doing the brokerages Instagram and all of their okay. social media. 
Um, so then it was just kind of learning a lot of like a lot about the real estate industry in general and, or just, you know, what that's like. Cause I really had no experience in it before. Um, but then once, once I had taken on clients, I, um, like in social media management, I helped people, a few people, they generated leads. A lot of them were like already had a very good personal brand. So I can't say if it was me or just them being an awesome agent, but, um, I just helped them a lot of times. Like, it's just that they struggled with, like, had the time to do what they knew they needed to do getting right. things up and getting them scheduled and making them look nice. Um, so it was a lot of that for those people. That's a big part of it, for, especially for agents that are super busy. You know, mm -hmm. they, they know that they need to start doing it, but they just can't find that time. And, yeah. and it, it definitely makes sense because you jump into media. I've had agents reach out and like, I really want to start shooting videos. I want to start doing all the, like everything that's going on. I see it online you better get really organized and have really amazing time management because mm -hmm. it, it could turn into a whole nother uh, career in itself, yeah. so to speak, because there's a lot of time, you know, I'm not, I'm a terrible writer and I'm so glad that chat GPT came around mm -hmm. because when it came out in like November, I was sitting at like Pete's coffee, grabbing coffee and I had it. I wanted to write a little caption for, one of my videos and i'm just terrible at writing i always screw up i got adhd i write something out and it's like missing two words mm -hmm. and i would threw it into chat gpt and it like spit it out and i was like oh that's so perfect yeah copy and paste put it in <laughs> there you know and that we got a lot of good tools these days as agents it's just really organizing the time and i think that somebody i wish you were around you know 10 years ago for me Mm -hmm. I needed you then. <laughs> uh, there wasn't, there wasn't a, well, media was different and social media was different in general. Um, everything was very kind of static, very boring, plain. Uh, mm -hmm. It's only been the last like four years that it's really blossomed into something that's so cool. And if you can put t people on your team that are creative, it mm -hmm. sky's the limit. Like that yeah. is, that is it right there. You know, you can, you can use ChatGPT all you want, but if you're, you don't know how to prompt and you're not creative, it's not going to be the best tool mm -hmm. for you, you know? Yeah. And I've seen you do things and I go, Oh wow, that was, that was so clever. Like that was so <laughs> great. You know, it's just like you come at, how do you, here's what I like to know. What is, what is one of your days look like mm. beginning to end? Like how, tell me how you work. What is your workflow look like? Are you somebody who is, building out a bunch of content or working with your clients and calendaring it all out so that it's like built out in, in advance so that you can kind of step back and take other creative projects on to kind of get that going. Because it's a, it's a big process mm -hmm. being creative. Like, you yeah. know, it's not a mechanical thing. It is, but you have to kind of come up with all those things, mm -hmm. especially all the things you put on there. They're like, here's some tips for fall. Like yeah. those are creative things. You got to spend some time to like dive into that. How do you, how do you go about doing this on a daily basis or how do so, you time, how do you time block it? Yeah. So I have honestly been really working on a system for our content creation. Um, so like for coffee and contracts and our social media and all of that. Um, right now, I wish I could say I had a better process, but it's really just like whatever I get inspired. I, 
Like if you look at our posts where we haven't been very consistent, but my goal is to get consistent, but I have just been kind of whenever I feel inspired or um, have an idea, then I get really excited about it and I'll just, <laughs> yeah. you know, start creating it. Um, yeah. But I, I am working on creating a system where I'm filling in the gaps by like hiring people that are good at the things that I'm not good at. Yes. So we were talking about video content creating YouTube videos and reels. And I have really struggled with um, just getting those done because it gets so frustrating because you turn on the camera and you're like, what do I, how do I start this? And is this going to be good? And then you just create something and you ramble on too long and it doesn't turn yeah. out to be good. Um, so I realized that I actually have to write a script. I have to, <laughs> you know, have a plan. Um, but I really want to get something going where like I have someone where I have a bunch of scripts that I have written and I say, these are how I like my scripts. And now can you use these to write me more scripts like this? Um, find someone good to help me write those and then just have like a system where I'm like, bulk creating videos in one day, changing out yes. my t-shirt and then yeah. sending it to a video <laughs> editor um, who edits it. And we have like this process going along. I, I feel like that's where I hope to be um, in the next month or two months or so. Um, but cause I've realized with like, we create our members content each month and there is a whole process that goes along with that, where it used to all just be me and writing the caption, coming up with the post ideas, writing the caption, creating the graphics, buying the images. And now we have this whole process where we have a copywriter writing the captions because she's better at it and that's what she does. And then yes. it goes on and we, you know, take it through this process. Um, so that's my plan. I hope to have a better process soon. <laughs> it, well, you know, it's good to hear. It, it, it's refreshing to hear that you're working through your own issues, you know, like mm -hmm. because online, Everybody can think, wow, Haley's got it dialed in. She's mm -hmm. got it all figured out. But in the back, you're going through a whole nother side of the business and trying to figure out that too. Like, and everybody is on that. The thing is to kind of start and work through it, have mm -hmm. your highs and lows. And, and that's the reality of content creation, media. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's trial and error. The only difference is it gets posted online for yeah. people to look at, you know. Yeah, and, you know, and some of it you'd probably just like. Ah, I don't like. I, 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 I look back at a lot of my videos. Um, once I've kind of gotten this weird thing, I don't watch a lot of them. Mm -hmm. When I finish them, like I'll approve them for my editor, and then I won't watch. Yeah. Um, but now I'm getting to that point where I know which ones will do good. And I know which ones won't. Even though we'll put it out, I go, okay, we're gonna put this one out. I know it's going to hit and, mm -hmm. and it does. And it's just because there's a very strong hook. It's dramatic, mm -hmm. you know, and it's got a storyline and it's going to keep people on from the beginning to the end. And then there's sometimes when I just don't want to have it that way. I want to mm -hmm. just create a piece of content, you know, and I get inspired and, you know, and inspiration is such a huge thing. And I don't know in real estate, I don't, I think, Realtors in general, some of them are just really strong at sales. Some are mm -hmm. really strong. There's all there, you have to have a lot of different hats in real estate. Um, and I think that with being creative, sometimes that's just not one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they would rather stick to doing the same types of, you know, marketing pieces, same type of cold calling or whatever the case may be, doing a walkthrough video that just talks about the house with, you know, it's a three bedroom, two bath, but no one really cares about that part. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they'd rather know a story behind 
what am I going to get when I, I'm going to buy this house, but what am I getting? Am I getting that cool coffee shop that I really love to visit, you know, uh, on the weekends or is there a cool park, you know, it's just a different ball game. And now that, you know, you're doing what you're doing is you're, I would imagine definitely helping a lot of agents out kind of move forward and, and have a little, a little bit more better presence online, you know, mm -hmm. with the type of, you know, what you're doing for them. What are, so the agents that are coming to you, what, what is their biggest needs that they're, they're looking for in you and your business? Um, a lot of it is kind of what we talked about, just not having the time to the time, the time or the either the knowledge or like the um, like they just don't want to do it. They don't like to <laughs> they're like, oh, I just hate technology. Don't I don't want to do it. You do it like and that's like complete opposite for me. So either they don't have the time to do it. They don't know how to do it or they don't want to do it. Um, or there's some people who are just like, I don't even know where to begin. And I feel nervous to even get started and having our content kind of helps them show up confidently and, you know, put a post out there because we have created it, like the template for them. So they know that it's okay. They're not second guessing it. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and they, once they start seeing it online and they get a couple, you know, comments and like, mm -hmm. and people say, no, that looks really good. It definitely gives them a, a boost to kind of keep going, mm -hmm, which is exactly. kind of the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard that you were doing templates on, on Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> is that, did, what were you doing there? Um, so that was in, when I was doing social media management, um, I, also, this is like when Canva just released the ability to do templates. So in the beginning, you could just share a link to edit the exact, you know, Canva design that I'm also working on. So multiple people couldn't do it um, unless you made a copy, but you risk someone messing up the template for everyone. Um, kind of like a Google Doc. Um, right. And then a review link, kind of like Google Docs. Um, so they just released this template feature and I somehow found out about Etsy and, or I think I might've been on Etsy just making logos for people, um, <laughs> real estate logos. And like I had a, you know, a design that I would edit for them. Um, so then I started creating things. Um, I think at first it was things that I was using in my own marketing, um, like flyers and stuff like that, and then sell them on Etsy, um, which was exciting. It was, uh, like my first, you know, my first way of kind of selling my templates that wasn't social media management. Um, so that was kind of like in the process that led to coffee and contracts. <laughs> wow. That's, <laughs> that's cool. And, and with coffee and contracts, did you think it was going to go to where it is now? Like no. <laughs> building this community out like, like where you, where, where you've done? No, definitely not. Um, at the time I, I was also working like two other jobs in addition to real estate. I was doing, I was bartending, which was fun. I liked, I liked bartending. Um, and then also I got a job. I like was about to throw in the towel on everything and just get like a real job. And I was seeing <laughs> all my, you know, all my friends and stuff and people that I was around um, starting their like careers and stuff like that. And I was trying to start a career in real estate, but I was feeling really discouraged. So 
I applied to a bunch of jobs. Um, I ended up getting a, it was like a marketing job at a doctor's office. It's actually like a really funny long story, but um, <laughs> go for it. Let's it was, it. <laughs> well, it was just funny. Cause I, it was like the, the one call back that I got, I, cause I was trying to apply for sales jobs and I just don't think that I'm that great of a salesman. Like I'm good at selling like a, a product or like a, a building a community, but I'm, I'm not good at like knocking on people's doors and trying to sell them something that they don't want to buy, I guess. I'm um, with you on that. I'm with you. <laughs> so um, I just like, if someone says no, I'm like, okay. You don't have to push the envelope after that. That's why coffee and contract is so great. I'm like, sign up or don't. And if you want to leave, you can cancel. Everything's fine. Um, so, but I ended up getting a job at a doctor's office that was like a vein uh like a vein doctor. So they, mm. they like remove varicose veins and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was basically, it was just like a marketing job, but they hired me and I don't think they knew what they wanted me to do. They just expected me to come in and, and be like, which I thought was going to be great because I, but they were like, Oh, we already have someone who does our social media marketing and website and all this. I'm like, so what am I, what am I here to do? And they were like, you need to go to other doctor's offices and sell them on our, on our office. And it was just, it was a long story. They just made me, I, I don't, I don't ever, I've never wanted to be anything near a doctor's office in terms of work. I just go there if I have to go there myself. So they, but they made me shadow the surgeries for like two weeks and I almost passed out multiple times because I'm just oh, wow. watching people. I, it was bad. <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, I do not want to be here. Um, but basically, so I launched Coffee and Contracts and I was doing all of that stuff. And then within three months, I was able to quit all of the other jobs because coffee, I was waiting until I had enough members that I felt comfortable that I was making like what I was making at my um, my other jobs. So then I was able to quit them and just focus on that. And I, I have this video actually, our four year, our coffee and contracts fourth birthday is coming up like on Sunday. Um, and I was looking back at old cool. pictures and videos and I took this video for myself, like in a personal journal, like it's like saved in a private drive, but I was like, Hey, like I was talking to my future self and I was like saying, you know, I'm so excited. I just quit my job. I was like wearing my scrubs for the doctor's office. And I was like, oh, we currently have like uh, 200 members or it was something like that. And I was like, I'm so excited. Uh, I really hope to get to 300 members and then like my life will be complete or something like that. I was <laughs> like, I'm so excited. And then, so yeah, I had no idea that it was just going to keep growing and growing for a while. Um, so yeah, was not expected. It's kind of cool to look back on the journey too. Oh yeah. Right. For sure. It, like I said, I was looking back, somehow I came across, I think it took me six months during COVID, the very beginning of COVID, um, during lockdown, I remember I was watching people, I was watching YouTube videos and I was getting inspired and I was just like, I don't know what the heck I'm going to say. And I would literally press record and just be like, uh, it, it was just, it was so painful in the very beginning. And, but I knew I was going to do it. And so yeah. I remember bringing, I went out to lunch with a, a good friend of mine. He's a, a loan, uh, 
he's a mortgage broker. So I took him to lunch. And then afterwards, I'm like, hey, we're going to shoot a video. He's oh. like, what? I'm like, yeah, we're going to shoot a video. <laughs> uh, you know, we're just going to, you're going to give him a quick tip. And so I basically just put the, my hand up and said, Brian, give me a quick tip on mortgage. And he's just like, says it. I'm like, thanks for the quick tip. That was it. But, when the, you know, and then I posted it and it was like, all these people were just like, thanks for the video and thanks yeah. for the tip. And it was like, okay, all right. Like this, you know, this is, yeah. this works. This is real. But then it, for me, and I'm only, I'm only speaking for myself here. I'm creative. You know, I come from a artistic background. Mm -hmm. I'm currently still a hairdresser 30 years in, Oh wow! you know, I used to DJ. Mm -hmm. So this whole creative process, it like just over, it just took me over, you know, it's mm -hmm. almost like learning how to cut a, a bob. You know, you get in the beginning, you, you want to learn how to cut a, a great bob, but you need to put the work in to learn how to cut that bob. Mm -hmm. And then as you put the work in, then the creative part comes out. Mm -hmm. Once you know how to cut it correctly, then you can do all kinds of cool things. And so yeah. video was the same thing. And I just had to put the reps in and, you know, I have ADHD and it's hard to, sh you know, my brain is thinking about a million things. So it was really hard, but it was so creative. It gave me such satisfaction that yeah, I, I could see if I had to quit real estate tomorrow, I know I could do a million different things with this, with media part, because I love it, yeah. you know, and I think that everybody needs to find their, their zone that they, mm -hmm. you know, they want to get into. I'm just curious about, so for, for you, is this something you're just super passionate about? Do you like, do you really obsess about it on a daily basis? Um, you know, just how you're creating and doing things. Cause you create a lot of cool content. There's a lot of value Thank put you. out there. And so I know that it's something that you'll always have to kind of outdo yourself or keep mm -hmm. it going. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like it's been for the past four years now, it's been like an, an just an ongoing endless conversation between <laughs> me and like the audience or, you know, our community. Cause I don't feel like I ever run out of ideas of what to post about because I like right now, how I had told you before we started recording I was talking about, I was creating a YouTube video on email marketing. It's because people have been asking me and it's just like, so these questions come up. And then after that video where I teach them about that, there's like the next topic to talk about. And it's kind of like goes along with like my life and what I'm working on too. Like I'm working on our email marketing and here's what's working for me. And then I'll probably talk about video marketing and how I started. Like right now I'm learning how to create long form videos and cut them into short form videos and all that kind of stuff. And then eventually I'll probably be sharing how, what I learned from that too, so that they can learn that. Um, so I feel like it's just always like, I'm wanting to like, I, I feel like I, maybe I just want to like solve the problem a lot. And like, if someone says they don't understand something, I'm like, okay, let's, let me put this like from my content that you've seen, I love making carousel posts on Canva and just like making them really fun to swipe through and engaging and like, uh, and so, so clean. My, yeah. So clean. Like, so clean. Those are my favorite things to make. I just love them. <laughs> Your profile <laughs> grid is like, I look at it. It's like, look at the color tones here. It's like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's, there's, it's different hues, but she's got this whole thing. Just, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's the goal. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just home in on weird things like that, but I just like look at their hair. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just, yeah, so perfect. It's cohesive. I just love the 
<laughs> yeah, so that's the goal. That's the goal. But yeah, I mean, I think it may, it's, I, like I said, I love like designing things and making things in Canva. So that, yeah, I could do that all day and I could be obsessed with that. But when it comes to the other types of content, like you kind of mentioned just writing and like flat out writing, isn't my favorite thing mm. or, uh, videos have freaked me out. I can't watch, rewatch a video of myself. Like we'll have this the talk and I'll never, yeah. I'll never watch it. Probably. <laughs> I, I told you. Yeah. That's it's. Um, you know, I've had agents reach. I've had a lot of people reach out, not just agents, but about the voice. I hate my voice. I'm like, you're going to do a hundred videos. Your voice is your voice. Yeah, you'll, yes. you'll get right past that scenario. Yeah. I don't like this about how I look. I'm like, no one cares. Yeah. It's like, have you ever no looked at a video or listened to a podcast and been like, ugh, you know, I, I mean, I guess maybe, but <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a, well, the, it depends. <laughs> so is that why most of your videos have been like you working and doing the captions? Is that, is that part of it? because you'd like have that dialed in too. Yeah, I think that's for me is like a little cheat code that I like to use. Yeah. Uh, the B-roll, we call them B-roll style reels. So if you just record a clip of you working for a couple seconds and then you can make it whatever you want, you can use it to create a reel because you know reels get seen by people who aren't already following you where yes. carousel posts are seen by people who are already following you. They're more for like nurturing your current audience. So if I want to post reels and I don't I feel like, you know, speaking to the camera or creating something crazy, I'll just take a little clip of me working and then I can store them in an album and grab ones from the past and put them up and put some tips on top. Um, so if you have something you want to just like a quick tip to share, I feel like that's a good way to do it. Um, but yeah, I feel like partially it's just easier than having to make a whole video, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's faster and you don't have to really overthink the fact that you're like, okay, I'm going to have to deliver this video. I got to really mm -hmm. think through how I get this script, you know, dialed in and how I'm going to execute on it where the, if you just have the caption ready, it's pretty easy to kind of put the video together. And it's a good way to kind of, if you are shooting videos, it's a good way to fill gaps in, mm -hmm. in your, in your weeks. You know, yeah. if you just, you know, you start shooting the talking head videos and then, you know, you have those in there, you got a carousel in there and you kind of got your week going and you can kind of yeah. then take your chances on other types of content that you want to start to put out that might, you know, take more time to mm -hmm. figure out, you yeah. know, like the editing part, you know, we just did this one recently and, uh, you know, going back to kind of things that are like hit pieces that I find online, there was a story about uh, a land scam about this gentleman owned this piece of land and uh, he showed up in this neighborhood and there was a brand new $1.5 million home getting built on his land. And oh, it wow. was this whole big thing. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, the attorney got scammed by this person out in South Africa, mm. got power of attorney, sold the land to a, a builder and the builder built a $1.5 million home in this neighborhood that doesn't even have houses that are 1.5, you know, like this, you could wow. tell it's gonna be this beautiful, you know, ranch style home and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I took that, I looked at, I read the article. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna make a video on this one. This is gonna be good. And so basically what it was, is just me recording, looking at the screen, mm -hmm. reading the article. But yeah. then we broke up this video into different parts and added little sections and 
took the scammers that contact me on a daily basis through Instagram. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. I want to, I need you to sell my land in, in San Jose. Here's my WhatsApp. I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> cool. So we stuck that in there too, but we layered so many different pieces and it goes back to those videos where I say, okay, this is going to get me 500 views, but this one's going to get me 30,000. And of course that video got 30,000 because yeah. it was shock treatment, you know, and, yeah, but it yeah. took a long time to, to work through that. And, and, took a lot of time of my, out of my day because yeah. I get super obsessed about it. You know what I mean? Like in mm-hmm. video can do that. That's where it goes back to it. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother business. I know there's agents that bulk recall, record, do it in one day and shoot, you know, 30 videos in a couple hours. It's, it's a great strategy, but you also have to get to that point that you're that confident to shoot and have those scripts ready. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, for that's sure. a, so you're getting the questions from your audience and that's what you're going to start to create your, your long form on. Is that the kind of the direction you're going to take YouTube? Yeah. That's what part? I'm thinking. I was, okay. I typically like to put up a story uh, with like a question sticker every week mm. and see what people are struggling with. I'll word it differently sometimes and just say like, do you have any questions? Or I could even say I'm making a YouTube video. What do you want me to talk about? Um, and I also think there's a lot of things that I, I've talked about in already on Instagram and carousel posts or in captions, uh, that could be actually turned into a YouTube video. So I feel like I have a lot of topics to choose from for a while. Um, and then hopefully it would just kind of flow from there. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think you're going to be surprised. I did. I started doing some dabbling in YouTube videos. I started with talking heads, kind of, you know, market updates and different things. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. I did this, my first one, and it was like 11 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, that went by so quick. Like, yeah. I can't believe that. I can't believe I talked that much. <laughs> you, know, yeah. just, you know, like it's almost scary in the beginning, but it's like you talk on a topic and, and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, 11 minutes in. I mean, I'm not doing 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. I think you're going to be surprised how fast you start really cranking them out. Yeah. And I think the beauty of this is that you can write a script for this long form video that you can also turn into a blog post that also turns into a weekly email newsletter. Yeah. And then you can cut it up into cut your video up into reels and then you can cut that, you know, the script up into posts. And um, I think a, a lot of it is like, having people to help you take one piece of content and cut it up into a bunch of other different pieces of content. And then it does end up saving you time. Um, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one piece of content, you know, can go a long way on multiple platforms on top of your newsletter, you know, to the blog. Mm -hmm. I was even thinking, I was trying to look into something a little different uh, recently about doing more of a text message marketing type Mm -hmm. scenario maybe bi-monthly, you know, but build out a group in my, in my phone that are past clients or just friends, family, different things, but try to make it in a unique way where it's not just, okay, we're going to talk about real estate or here's what's going, like just unique things that would kind of get engagement with them Mm -hmm. besides just the newsletter. I'm always trying to just figure out new ways to try to inspire the audience or bring some value or something unique that, you know, maybe could lead to a new conversation you know that's yeah yeah kind of a a big a big deal when was the first time you uh, looked into uh chat gpt like what 
I, I know it had to have been somewhere between November and now. Yeah. But when when you got introduced to it, like what, did, what were your first thoughts on it? My first thoughts were like, oh no, this is gonna take me out. And oh yeah. <laughs> I thought That's that right. it was gonna. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm done. That's not happening. Um, but then, so I, I mean, I, I found out about it, like when it launched and was all in the news and stuff, um, and then started using it and I was like, oh, wait, I got to tell our members about this and how to use it. And so started doing a lot of like prompts of specifically like with our captions that we provide to members, showing them how they can, you know, create a prompt that says I am a real estate agent in Tampa. I like, this is my information about me and this is what makes me unique and whatever. This is my tone of voice. Um, can you rewrite this caption into a, uh, TikTok video that is under 60 seconds and then paste the caption and it'll just like regenerate it for them perfectly. So I realized that i could be using ChatGPT for us instead of being afraid that it was going to, you know, put us out of business. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that was definitely a big part, especially with like copywriters and, you know, mm -hmm. oh, that's it. it. But that's not the truth. You still have to have, you have to be creative enough to understand how to like lay things out. Like yeah. it's still the creative mind. It, it's, it's a great tool, but it, it, it needs somebody there to kind of prompt and come up with the cool ideas so it can spit it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't know how to use it that way. So, you know, I don't, I, it probably moves you faster through working with your clients, right? It saves you a ton of time. For sure. Yeah. Um, it helps to come up with ideas. It's helped me so much with um, even like, just like things for our internal like tools and hiring people and stuff like that. Like you can yeah. put in like different job descriptions and be like, how are these jobs going to work together and have it like write you a job description just <laughs> crazy. so quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so nuts. So I love it for that. And then also you really have to like work with it for the content creation. Cause it's sometimes it's just so cheesy. <laughs> yeah. How do you get tones? I, I'm struggling with, I asked it a question. I can't remember. I can't phrase it correctly, but I asked it to be more stern and mm. not so happy sounding, you It'll know, and it just couldn't do it. It to an extreme too. Like if you say, it's so funny if you say like, can you be a little more casual to be like, what's up guys? Like it tries to get really, <laughs> I'm like, calm no. down, not that casual. But um, <laughs> one thing that, that really works is giving it an example. So if you send like, a caption mm. that you really like and but at that at the same time sometimes it'll like copy that caption exactly as it was like if it has you know something with like it'll it'll really replicate it too much and you have to be like all right let's make it a little unique but still that type of style like sometimes you just have to pretend like it's a real copywriter and you're giving it feedback as far as agents that come they sign up with you are you getting are they, are they having one-on-ones with you as well, collaborating with your team? How does that look as far as when they first sign up and they're a part yeah. of your community? So How does that we look? Have, um, we have weekly calls in the Facebook group where they can come in and ask me any questions. Um, it's like office hours pretty much. We have that okay. weekly. And then um, one of our partners is 
Eric from the Broke Agent. So him and I go live once a month as well and just answer questions that anyone has. Or sometimes we'll just go on and talk about like a particular topic, like what's been working for us recently um, with our personal marketing. Um, so that's kind of what it looks like. We have support via email too, um, just every day, like nine to five. Um, but we do have those weekly office hours, which I think are really helpful. Definitely. Do you pull a lot of inspiration from people outside of real estate as far as how you bring it into what you do, uh, for clients in real estate, as far as, you know, like who you follow, like inspiration wise, mm -hmm. cause I find that I try not to follow a lot of agents and mm -hmm. it, it's not that I don't want to follow them, but I also don't want to morph into the same stuff. So I follow a lot of like different kind of creators to yeah. kind of like, Oh, that's it. Does, does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I hate to admit this, but I do a lot of, a lot of TikTok research. And by that, I mean, I yeah. end up scrolling on TikTok for like two hours <laughs> <laughs> at night, just like laughing and watching things. But a lot of the videos that I watch are just about like a lot of the science behind the marketing as far as like hooks and grabbing people, getting their attention, keeping them engaged and all that kind of stuff. But it's more on like a brand level, but I still think it's super interesting and it can be like related to real estate in some ways. Definitely. Yeah. Have you, are you, are you big on TikTok as well? Or do you Not use that platform? as, yeah, we don't post on TikTok as coffee and contracts. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel like right now there's not a ton of real estate agents on TikTok. Um, and I've just been using it more for like personal stuff. Um, but so I haven't really gotten too into that. I just kind of, kind of watch over there <laughs> more than I create. Yeah. It's a different, I, I just had this conversation with uh, my assistant before jumping on and she said, so I heard you want to change your account. You want to start a brand new one um, because I was having uh, one of my VAs in the Philippines post onto TikTok, mm -hmm. but, but TikTok knew it wasn't, it wasn't me. So it kept like just throttling the, the views down. And I wasn't really creating content for TikTok. It was more like I was just reposting stuff from yeah. Instagram onto there. And the more I, you know, the more and more I'm on TikTok, it's almost like one of those platforms where you just like say whatever you want and yeah. you be as raw as you want when yeah, you want. It's, and it, that's it's what they, vibe. it's a whole, it's a whole different vibe and you can get, you know, you could be upset one day. You could be happy the next. You could do all kinds of things, and that's what they want. They really don't want everything to look like it's super polished. Mm -hmm. And the way the the younger generation markets, it's just so unique to pay attention to, and mm -hmm. how they pull things off. It, it's just yeah. a whole different ballgame. And it's great to obviously bring it into into Instagram or anywhere else. It's just yeah, we're living in a wild time when it comes to yeah, <laughs> <media>. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would tell you this crazy story, but it's kind of, it's a TikTok story, but it's pretty rated R. I'll try to give a PG version, but you know, I, just somehow it was just this video of this guy and he's, you know, he's got a lot of tattoos and he's interviewing, it looks like hip hop, you know, artists, maybe younger ones. And I don't know him. They're, they're probably new. And it's, he's, it's some reason I'm just keeps getting these same videos and it's, mm -hmm. then it's like, you know, half naked girls. And then it's this, and this is why, mm -hmm. and it's like, this guy's running, you know, adult entertainment podcast on top of this whole, 
like he's got a warehouse and he's got a media business built out on TikTok. And I was yeah. just like, like this, this is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's so many different people with different avenues on, especially on TikTok. Yeah. That are just cr- crushing it in business because they just, it's what those people want. And mm-hmm. all these advertisers go to it and they're like, okay, this is what the audience wants and I'm going to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I feel like TikTok could work for a real estate agent. I've seen it work for people that are super niche and yeah. like talking about something really specific on their page and just consistently doing that. And they're also really good at like the way they create the videos um, and keeping people's attention and stuff and creating yes. content that's like meant to go viral. Um, but I feel like at, at, on the other hand, where I think TikTok could work for a real estate agent is if they are kind of taking more of like a lifestyle slash like vlogger approach and they're kind of recording a day in the life of a real estate agent and that maybe they're kind of just showing up as like their own personal brand, but on the side they do they are a real estate agent but that's not the main point of the account like they're not they're not sharing real estate tips they just happen to be a real estate agent (laughs) yeah you're well you're absolutely right so speaking of that is that something that you talk to agents about as far as building a brand and not just only talking about real estate and like are you there to help them kind of get into other avenues of what they're into are they into what their hobby are you pushing them in that direction too and we talk about that, that a lot. Yeah, that's kind Do of like a, okay. a pillar of what we talk about um, is just, you know, obviously not just showing up as we talk primarily about Instagram, but not just posting, you know, home maintenance checklist tips and things that people don't really care about and telling them that they have to show up, you know, and show a little bit of their day in the life of a real estate agent and what they're doing and share their hobbies and um, incorporate like what makes them unique into their marketing. Um, Like we were just talking about with like what kind of value you could provide on your email newsletter, take into consideration like what your niche is or like what makes you unique. So if you're like super into fishing and you sell waterfront homes, you can include a section in your email newsletter that's like the weather report or like secret fishing spots that you love and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, we talk a little bit about that. I think it's super important. You, funny enough that you brought that up. um, You gave me a pretty amazing idea and it's on our, it's on our list of starting to do. Um, Yeah, it was, I think people miss a lot of opportunities on social media. and, And let's just say for what you do, it took me, 15 seconds to see one little thing that you said that brought value while I was checking out a target. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is where we are in, in this world. Mm-hmm. I, I literally went, okay, Haley just gave me such a great idea. And you were talking about going to it. So look, I'm a, I, I race mountain bikes. So mm-hmm. I race all around the world and I get a lot of clients that, ride ride mountain bikes or, mm-hmm. or cycling and you know it's easy you know i meet them at first we start talking about bikes then we get into real estate and then we're going on rides mm-hmm. and we're going on rides for three to four hours you know so i did i then become my friends i don't have to worry about once we close that i need to send uh you know hey i'm, I'm still here uh, you know because it's a bad <laughs> breakup at the end you know you close this deal and it's you know that's it 
you know, you can yeah. stay in contact, but now I can call them up and we can go on a ride. But mm -hmm. you said, you know, get into your, what you're into and start building content around that. Like go, so I told my assistant, we're going to go uh, do some interviews at bike shops mm -hmm. and we're going to go to some fitness places and we're going to talk yeah. about, you know, we're just going to dial into that. And I live in San Jose and a lot of people ride, mm -hmm. you know, Silicon Valley is filled. Cycling is like golfing yeah. out here. Um, so that gave me a great idea. And it just, my brain just went, okay, I'm gonna put this idea, this idea. And that was just a quick little piece of information that you provided. Uh huh. But that can take my business and what I'm into so far. Like, and I don't think, I don't, sometimes I take stuff that I put up for granted, but then when somebody reaches out and says that it really changed, you know, their perspective on something or push them to do, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. You just never know. Does that, is that crazy? Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. And it, I think you just posted that scenario. It was just uh -huh. recent. Yeah. I love that. It gave me a bunch of ideas too. I was like, you should record. I I don't know how fast you go on those things, but I was like, if you could set up your camera right there, give a little. Oh, <laughs> uh, where? On the rides? Like on your bike. Can you set up a camera? Or oh. would it be too, too fast? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> This is this is great. So I just picked up the uh, Insta three sixty mm -hmm. uh, oh, about yeah. a month. Ago. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. Picked it about a month ago. My wife and I were going to go to uh, Bali and Singapore, and so I'm like, I'm going to take it there, learn how to use it, and mm -hmm. come back. And the the big thing was going to is going to be mounted on my bike. Oh, cool. and yeah. So we took it on my bike, and I went out with my client, and we spent three hours in Santa Cruz riding. But we were not just riding, we were like stopping and then talking about, you know, him selling this car that he's flipping this car, you know? So like mm -hmm. we got this crazy content of him car flipping and then oh, us wow. like ripping a trail, Yeah, you know? Oh, so okay. now I'm chopping that up uh, and making content. But I, I put out content on cycling a lot. And funny enough, that's where I get a lot of uh, DMs is mm -hmm. from that. Yeah. You know, exactly. what kind of bike, what kind of bike is that? What kind of bike should I get? You know, I want to go do cross country, you know, and you know, I want a townie. It's a great conversational piece or yeah. the, even the crazier stuff too is they'll ask like, what kind of helmet do you have? Mm -hmm. What is that jacket? You know? So it, it's completely nothing to do with real estate. Yeah. Which I, which I absolutely love, honestly, mm -hmm. because it's just, I'd rather that be the secondary and, you know, be connected in ways that if we met, we could talk about a bunch of different things. Yeah. You know, and that, exactly. that's just that little part that you did. It's like, okay, you know, next thing is interviewing fitness places. And I'm going to go mm -hmm. all types of fitness, not just cycling, you know, runners and coaches, trainers, mm -hmm. uh, nutritionists. I kind yeah. of thought of all those. I, does that, yeah. Yeah. It kind of, it turns into like what that, ideal client is that is interested in is all of that. It's not just the cycling. Yes. It's huge. And I, mm -hmm. it takes away the sales part too, for me. And I think yeah. that when I first got into real estate, Facebook was big and you would sell a house and, you know, an agent would post it on Facebook and it'd be a, a bow on the door with the buyers with a sign that sold. And it was, they're like happy. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, it just felt so wrong. And this funny fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Everything and everything was perfect. It was yeah. such a great transaction. It's like, no, that's oh, not what went down. 
you know, it maybe was a smooth transaction, but I bet your buyers were up at night trying to, you know, discuss some crazy thing that you had told them or some mm-hmm. stress point that they never told you through the whole transaction. Yeah. Fast forward, the buyers that now are my friends, Gabe and Lauren, the, the guy that works at Specialized, the cyclist, uh, I interviewed them after the fact, put them on my mm-hmm. podcast and just said, I want to talk about the whole transaction. I want you to tell me things that uh, you were thinking about that you never told me. Like, what were you stressed out about? Mm-hmm. And they went deep. And oh, it was wow. fantastic. You know, yeah. it was just such a great, you know, just the things that maybe they felt uh, like they didn't want to say or, you know, the stress points of, you know, what happens if I buy a house and I uh, lose my job. Yeah. Um, and interesting enough, uh, Lauren did right wow. after she bought the house. Mm-hmm. But they had, uh, you know, learned to save money and have cash reserves. She got a job after that. Yeah. Um, but this whole, you know, all this led up into just trying to think out of the box about things. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's just wild, the yeah. wild time. Yeah. So we're going to look forward to this from you too, because now you're going to be telling us a lot of your journey of how you shoot content and <laughs> the pain points. And I even have any clue that I didn't realize you weren't. Sh- I know that I've seen you on your caption videos, but I didn't realize you haven't made full videos. Yeah, I've done a lot of tutorials. So I do have like YouTube oh. videos that are tutorials or, um, but it's more for like members. So it's more like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of different. Oh, it's different because time. it's different. Well, because it's almost like it's your own little community. So it's, yeah, are you more it's, comfortable? it's yeah. not like I'm trying to market anything. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, here's how you do this. I'm not like, starting with a hook and then like giving some value. Like it's just like a more tactical, like let's set up this landing page. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Where where do you live? Um, St. Pete still. Okay. What do you do? What do you do for fun? Like, what are you into? Um, I'm, I'm into fitness as well. Not cycling, but more like weightlifting and stuff like that. Um, I, I just bought a van actually. And you did. Oh, yeah. cool. So you're going to start traveling around and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have some golden retrievers and I like to travel, but I don't like to travel without them. So that's the compromise is to take them with. <laughs> oh, that's cool. What type of van? What did you get? Did you get a sprinter? Yeah. Really? I cool. Yet. <laughs> but, when uh, did you, when did you buy it? Just I bought recently? it a couple months ago. Yeah. Or maybe like a month or so ago. So you got a good deal. Yeah. Well, kind of. Well, you got a better deal than what was going on during COVID. That's true. Yeah. Because these van, the only reason I can say this is we want to buy a Sprinter van. Oh, really? And, yeah. 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 Because I just want to get away on the weekends and just decompress and, you know, yeah. go into nature and come back, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more clear headed. And yeah. uh, it wasn't the time, the time wasn't right, but so I was on this guy's mailer and he keeps sending them. These vans were 200,000. I'm getting them now. They're like, they're 130. I'm like, yeah, they okay. have gone down a lot. Uh, Interest rates are higher. selling their vans from COVID as well. That's where I yeah. think I bought mine from someone who bought it during COVID and they actually never used it. And it was just sitting in their driveway. And then they, he actually wanted to sell his house or he was selling his house and buying another one. So he needed, uh, needed some funds. Oh, that's great did you um are you going to redesign the inside of it and make it all cool or is it already done 
It's already done pretty much. It was a it was a converted band. So I could do some some things maybe to make it a little more personalized um, mm. and dog friendly, but dog friendly. Um, no plans yet. I think we can use it as it is right now. What do you where do you plan on going? Like do you have some plans so, that you want to go travel to? Yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, my brother and best friend live in California. They live in um San Diego, Newport Beach area. So there's definitely a trip that to that coast that needs to be planned going to California and staying there for a little bit. You all have a great time in California. There's so much yeah. cool spots on the coast, like Big Sur. Yeah. Uh, you'll just, you're going to be blown away. You'll just be yeah, parking Yeah, I did a road places. trip um, on the Pacific Coast Highway without a van, but just in the car. And it was just so beautiful. It would be super cool to be able to stop more places along the way. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I really appreciate you um, accepting jumping on my podcast. Yeah, you know, I never know. <laughs> yeah, I never know. It's kind of this weird thing. I follow Rich Roll on his podcast and I will listen to one of his podcasts. I get so damn inspired. I literally want to call him on the phone, you know, because I feel <laughs> like I know him. You know, it's just yeah. this weird thing. And this is what's going on now with my podcast i re something resonates with the person i bring on and then i try to go after them and fingers crossed i'm going to get them on because mm -hmm. i don't know you know some people are super busy or I, I don't know i'm just starting off i think i've done four episodes now oh nice <laughs> so you know so i really appreciate you jumping on and you know taking time out of your day to you know do this and yeah of course it's give fun. some great information to our audience and then so for everybody listening, where can they find you? Um, on Instagram at Coffee Contracts. And then um, our website is coffeecontracts.com. My personal Instagram is Hey Ingram, H-A-Y Ingram. But Coffee Contracts is where you can find us. It would be Coffee and Contracts, but that was already taken. So how to I was wondering that when I saw that too. I was looking. <laughs> I, like, I asked I to buy the domain, but it was expensive, so... Oh really? Oh wow! <laughs> You're like cool. I'll just I'll just keep this one. Yeah. Well, fine. I, I appreciate your time, Haley. Thanks a lot for joining and yeah, thank you so much giving us all your much. cool insights and uh, you know, best of luck for everything you're doing and just keep doing what you're doing and thank you for the great tip for yeah, my uh, my new I'm content. I really appreciate that. It's good to, for you to understand that too. Like that one little. 10 second scenario put yeah. me in a whole nother direction. So I love that. Definitely the appreciate it. Checkout. That's great. I love that so much. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, you have a, a great day and I'll talk to you soon. All right. You too. Thank you.